all of you have made this podcast possible for the last few years with your support and with your questions. And now I'm going to ask you for one more thing, reviews. We've got to spread the word and get the everyday novelist out to the new generation of writers that are coming online and are lost swimming out there on the internet with no hope of solidarity because, hey, the world's a fractious place. So if you could take a moment and leave a review at one or two places, or post about us on your favorite social media venues, we would be ever so grateful. We cannot do this without you. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, and what the hell, we're still here after all these years, talking creativity, business, art, discipline, and just about everything else we can think to cram into the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1092. Today we hear from Joe, who asks... What writing advice would have totally tanked you as a writer if you hadn't ignored it? That sounds like a way of asking, what is common writing advice that really sucks? Um, well, I suppose the best one that sucks most is write what you know. Mm. Because if I had written what I know when I started writing, first of all, I wouldn't have had any romance or sex scenes because I hadn't kissed a girl yet, let alone done anything else with one. So um, to, uh, I would have gotten a m much later start on my development of writing intersexual dynamics. However, I didn't let that stop me, and I evidently did so well that I got myself grounded when my parents found one of my uh, notebooks, because they thought that I was out sleeping around. Uh. <laughs> but because I didn't know it, what I did is I just paid attention to the sex scenes in the books I was reading that really turned me on. I was I sort of reverse engineered them and paid attention to the way they were writing romantic dynamics and seduction and reverse engineered them and didn't depend solely on one author. So I got a few different perspectives. And that's really all you need to be convincingly creative. And it's not just something practical like that. What people who say write what you know are trying to do is give you permission not to feel inadequate. But what they are actually doing is saying, if you have not done something, you're not qualified to write about it. And boy, would it be a much more interesting world if everybody who wrote about professional killers had actually been an assassin. It's utter crap. Uh, what we're doing is not creating nonfiction documentary content. What we're doing is we're, at worst, hopefully, creating entertainment, and at best, we're creating a mythic arena through which the reader will explore their own experience of the world. If you're doing something in a genre that requires specific knowledge, or at least the ability to convince your readers that you have specific knowledge, like, for example, really hard science fiction, you better do your math. Or hand wave it in such a way that makes it look like you've done your math. But beyond things like that, you're only going to throw out the readers that are actually an expert in that subject. And I feel like an asshole saying this because I get thrown out of so many books because I read and do so much that I wind up falling into that like little sliver of, I'm not even an expert, but I'm, you know, in, in, I'm kind of expert adjacent on about 35 different topics. And that puts me in that stratum which, if you don't get your technical shit right, 
I'm not going to stick around for the book. He's horrible to watch television with. I'm horrible to watch read, too. Every time I go to read a new book, if I'm not pulling from an author I already like, and I'm trying right now to stop pulling from authors I like because I want a broader palette, if I'm not pulling from authors I like, I'll sit there on the couch, I'll go, I'll go pull something off the shelf, and I'll get two pages into it, and I'll be like, ah! And throw the book away. This is also why we hunt uh, used book sales. Yeah. There's absolutely no way to keep me in books affordably without going through used book sales. Because even if I stick to names I've heard. And even if you stick to libraries. I just go through them so fast. Because I'm like, I'm like that stereotypical publisher that you hear about who rejects everything in the first page. But you know, the thing is, I'm a writer. And I can tell by the way the first page is written if the author knows their shit. And occasionally an author who knows their sh** will fool me and I will get one of their turkeys. And that pisses me off too, like that one book that I complained about last year that I'm still mad about, where the author screwed up a wonderful, wonderful mystery in the last four pages by turning it into a fantasy novel in the last four pages. Oh, I was so pissed. I'm still pissed. <laughs> um, Have you noticed that Dan is pissed? So... Keep in mind that this advice is coming from me, who will not benefit from any writer ever taking this advice. It is nonetheless true. Fiction is a form of stage magic. It is a form of deception and the weaving of illusion. What matters is that you can weave the illusion. It doesn't matter if you know your shit in terms of the subject matter. It matters if you know your shit in terms of the illusion. As long as you can fool your audience, you can write whatever you want. So don't stick to writing what you know. First of all, if you're only writing what you know, you have to be a Hemingway, or you're gonna have very boring books. If you're writing what you know, now I recommend this, frankly, to any writer, is to get as varied and as wild a life experience as you can handle because it will do wonderful things for your art. But if you're only writing what you know, then only people like Hemingway, who was out there in the trenches in several different wars, not because he believed in the wars, but because he wanted to fight in a war so he could write about manly things. There's a few people in the world that are built that way. Most of us aren't. And some people who are really, really good writers have literally never left their house like Emily Dickinson, literally never wrote her house. Amazing poet. She never wrote her house? Sorry, she never left her house. Amazing poet. I mean, she never published either. They found her poems, like, hidden behind the wallpaper. Complete reclusive shut-in. Still an amazing poet, because her isolation put her in touch with deep parts of the human spirit that resonate universally. What you need to know as a writer is you need to know yourself as well as you can, and you need to know how to weave an illusion. And it helps if you know a language and can use it. No, a language. Yes. Hopefully the one you're writing in. Now, I say that because there are cave paintings that tell stories. There were writers before there was writing. They just had to tell their stuff pictographically. What matters is reading the illusion. The worst, 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 worst piece of writing advice is write what you know. Because, frankly, most of us don't know very much compared to what's out there. And if you're only writing what you know, you're going to wind up being one boring. Of, yeah, you're going it's it's a specific flavor of boring. You're going to wind up being one of the endless set of voices that is middlingly educated, middle class, 
aspirational mainstream. And nobody needs stories like that, because everybody already thinks that way. And stories like that fall through the cracks unless they do so well at capturing the historical moment that they become a fashion statement. It's the people who have something to say. And by that I don't mean something worth preaching about, though sometimes that can work. I mean the people who have a view of life that diverges in some important way from the mainstream view of, of their audience. Because it is that divergence that makes all the points of commonality with your audience feel fresh. Because they're seeing the things they think, the things they believe, the way they see the world through fresh eyes that aren't so different that it's traumatic. So the best piece of writing advice I can have is it I have for anybody is develop your voice. And by developing your voice, I mean develop those parts of you that are least naturally in conformity with your culture group. Because then when you speak to your culture group or you speak about your culture group, you will speak with a distinct voice. And the worst possible advice you can give to a writer is write what you know. What you should write the, the way, instead of write what you know, the advice people should give is write what you're interested in. Yes, sometimes you will feel like I'm not qualified to talk about X, especially if you're writing on something that somebody has politicized or moralized, and unfortunately right now that's everything. If you're a straight white woman and you're interested in black gay romance, for f**k's sake write black gay romance. It doesn't matter that you're not black. It doesn't matter that you're not gay. It doesn't matter that you're not a dude. What matters is that you're interested enough in it to put your best into weaving the illusion that you're an expert. To weaving the illusion that will make your audience buy every word of what you're saying. As if it was true for the length of the book. That's your job. And that's what I got for you. Thank you very much for the question, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian and is distributed by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text and production are copyright 2024, J. Daniel Sawyer. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to the author. There are new books in the Everyday Novelist series coming out this year, so be sure to visit everydaynovelist.com support to join up and get your free copies of these new books as they're coming out, as well as other goodies that we've got up our sleeves.